Football systems check. Microphone. Check. Record enabled. Kate. Check. Michelle. Check. All systems go. I repeat, all systems go. We got a problem. We got a Copy. We have ball blast. I repeat, we have ball blast. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You know, you're kind of the talk of the town. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm Michelle Maju. And I'm Kate Maju. And we're married to each other. And this is the Ball Blast NFL Podcast. Each episode, we will feature the latest top news in the NFL and what it means for fantasy football, sports betting, and you, the NFL fan. Hey, hey, welcome into the Ball Blast podcast. Now, we skipped last week because Kate was feeling a little under the weather, but you're back. Brand new. Brand new. Yeah. Um, I've had like a rough month, so we had to skip one show because you accidentally hit me in the mouth with a stick (laughs) and my mouth was so swollen that I couldn't talk properly. Um, Last week, I had the stomach bug. I couldn't function because of my excruciating stomach pain but i am back and my stomach just feels incredibly great you it know it's like a massage it, i don't know it was a great week to miss because there still has been no news since our last show i mean <laughs> still no aaron Rodgers news so Speaking drinking of, that yes. he is going to make our liver destroyed i mean i think yeah. that's on us but you know we Cheers. Can, we can blame aaron Rodgers. i i guess it's not even the aaron Rodgers to blame at this point no, i do it, think it's, it's the packers there's this it's news. It's fun to blame him, though. Oh, yeah. I only want to blame him. I want to blame him for, like, all of my problems, just <laughs> in general. But, oh, my stomach ache? That was definitely Aaron Rodgers. A hundred percent. You hitting me with that stick accidentally and my lips swelling up? Definitely Aaron okay, Rodgers related. This is very confusing for people that I hit you with a stick accidentally. Um, right off a second time, no. It was a dog toy, and I <laughs> threw it to her thinking she would catch it. I mean, oh, like, no. I made it very clear that I was going to throw it, and then it just went through her hands no. and hit her mouth. You know so what happens. It wasn't a stick, but it was a dog toy thrower stick. Anyways. Yeah, you know what happens when you assume, Michelle. Um, but, yeah, everything is Aaron Rodgers' fault. Except apparently this might be the Packers' fault and Packers's. Well, you said Aaron Rodgers's, and I was going to let that go, but then you said <laughs> Packers's. Um, Get yourself together. Yeah, no, but like, there's talk that if they don't reach like comp, you know, desired comp- compensation with the Jets, like they might pay him to not play. What? I didn't hear anything about that. It seems like we're going to have to wait until the NFL draft and then. You know, he could be traded either on day one, more likely on day two. We shall see. We got a little bit of news this this week. Sort of. I know, sort of. Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Ravens. It was very surprising because you didn't think he was going to sign there. And how much he got. A one-year deal where he makes at least $15 million, can go up to $18 million with incentives and then Lamar Jackson and him are on a FaceTime together because Lamar, I guess, has been recruiting him, but we didn't know if Lamar was staying in Baltimore. So this is all very confusing. But it's all ridiculous. It, it's crazy because speaking of the Jets, OBJ had a visit scheduled with the Jets 
the day after he signed. So, like, he was about to be on his, his way to New York. Well, the Ravens offered him $15 million for well, you. Well, yeah, you don't year, say guaranteed. no. Like, when, yeah, when you've done nothing for the last five years and you get $15 million guaranteed, you take it. It doesn't matter which team is offering it to you and who your quarterback is. But apparently Lamar has been recruiting OBJ to sign with the Ravens, which is like, okay, I thought you requested a trade earlier this March. So that makes no sense. But Ian Rappaport from NFL Network, he believes that the Ravens signing OBJ is a good indication Lamar Jackson will return to the team in 2023. So, no I mean, now, now OBJ has to recruit Lamar Jackson to play for the Baltimore Ravens. But, like, what does this mean for OBJ? Could he be fantasy relevant no, again? I just do not care. He has had just three 100-yard games since he was a New York Giant 18 years ago. That's the exact amount of time. It's been since he's been a giant, at least in my head. Do you want? Do you want to know when the last time a Ravens wide receiver hit twelve hundred receiving yards in the season? I don't know. Just make a guess. When's the season? Um, it wasn't Marquise Brown. No, no, he hit ten. He hit one thousand. Okay, not um, There's actually been only Steve one. Smith? No, there's only actually been one Ravens wide receiver in franchise history to hit twelve hundred receiving Yikes. yards. Yikes! Who is it? Steve Smith. No, you, we would never guess. It's Michael Jackson in 1996. <gasps> Michael Jackson, wide receiver for the Ravens in 1996. He was the uh, only guy to hit it. Torrey Smith hit just over 1,100 one year. He was second on Jeez. the list. But it's not been pretty for Ravens wide receivers. It doesn't mean that wide receivers will continue to be bad there. But they don't throw a ton. Just... Yeah, but Todd Monken, new offensive coordinator, like – this offense could look very different I without see, Greg Roman. I don't see Lamar and OBJ being a good fit together. Just because OBJ was not a good fit with Baker Mayfield does not mean he cannot be a good fit for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's actually been a much better passer than Baker Mayfield has well, yeah. since entering the I'm, league. That, I'm not saying that. I think Lamar can – target guys and they could be fine like I thought him and Marquise Brown had a really nice connection I liked Marquise Brown the bigger matter here is I think this is a fine signing for the Ravens like I think yeah okay they needed wide receivers that's fine as long as they also get a good wide receiver in the draft yeah you needed to redo this room when Demarcus Robinson leads your wide receivers that's a problem I think it was like 468 receiving yards or something along those lines you have an issue and you need to just rebuild any way possible so I think this is a fine signing for the Ravens. I just, I have no desire for him in fantasy. And his name, he's always just going to be propped up too high in fantasy drafts. It's not like, oh, I can grab him in the last round and hope he's good or the last few rounds. It's like, no, his name's OBJ. So he's always going to be a sixth, seventh, eighth round pick, especially if he's a wide receiver one of a team. He might even be higher technically. And I just, I'm not going to have him on any teams. Okay, what is your final uh Stat projection, if you had to guess right now for OBJ 2023 season, what is his stat line? Say he played all 17 games okay. and he was the wide receiver one and he had a fantastic season. This is like the ceiling I'm talking about. I think his ceiling would be about 1050, 1050 receiving 10,050 receiving yards. <laughs> 1,050 1, receiving yards with about six receiving touchdowns. And I just don't care try to get that player on my fantasy team when again that's the ceiling that's not what I expect okay uh do you think this helps Lamar Jackson yes I think 
I think yes. Yeah, I think it's a good signing for the Ravens. Good signing for to help Lamar out. They still need to keep adding, but that's that's fine. I just don't care about it for fantasy. That's all. Hey, maybe this is the year that we see the uh, Isaiah likely breakout. Maybe. So it's just going to be OBJ, Isaiah likely. That's more likely to me. Hey. I didn't even mean that. Over OBJ having a really good year. Isaiah likely, wide receiver one. Yes, exactly. So today. Mark Andrews, a chill (laughs) wide receiver two. Typically, we just go through the news and let you know what we think about uh, that news when it comes to fantasy and sports betting. Not today. not today because there's no news. So we want to entertain you and not bore you to death. So instead, we're going to go through some betting futures. There's a lot of odds out there, baby. There are. There's lots of team total wins. Betting yeah. lines. I don't know how to say that correctly. Team win totals. Team win totals. Thank yeah. you. They put all of them up. Now, they're not all good. No. So we're going to discuss some of our favorite uh, betting lines for team win totals. We're going to give you our favorite division winner when it comes to betting and which one we'd want to bet on Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl winner and MVP favorite. So we're just going to go through those one by one and talk about some of our favorite bets. Now we're looking at DraftKings odds. So you might have a little bit of different odds if you use a different site, uh, but that's what we're going to use. You shop just... around, shop around shop as you're around, making yeah. your, your bets. Uh, yeah, we to... have no affiliation with DraftKings. So. Nope. Um, but they do have a, a plethora of, of odds available. So wanted to talk through because this is kind of that point in the season where we're ahead of the NFL draft. Markets are still kind of wide open. But there are plenty of things in the NFL draft and, like, signings that could still happen, trades that could still happen that are going to shake these odds up significantly. This might be a time to get some value in your NFL future bets before we kind of like know what the the landscape of the season is going to look like. Yes, but do A, we're going – I just got so excited. A, we're going to get into our favorite (laughs) team bet, Total Lines First. But before we get into our three teams each, there's one I have to name, okay? And this cannot be one of our three teams because it just seems – too so easy. obvious and too easy. It's the Kansas City Chiefs over 11 and a half wins. They're at negative or minus 110 odds. That's basically even. That's basically a coin flip. Just They're... smash it. Over. Smash the over. Smash the over. Fewer than 12 wins just once in the last seven years. That was in 2017. Alex Smith's last year. Like they're. I don't even know how you would bet the under unless you're expecting Patrick Mahomes to miss a large chunk of time with injury, and you cannot. You can't predict that. You can't predict that. But, like, the, the I'm so confused by this win total, right? Like, there are teams that. Well, it is the highest win total. It's tied with the 49ers. But even though they gave him the highest win total, I still think you just got to push it up for the Chiefs, like, to 12 and a half, because they keep winning 13 games a year, and now you have 17 games in a season. It's hard to predict they lose more than four games in any single year. So I'm shocked it's not at 12 and a half. But they have the best quarterback in the league. You're talking about like having that same over under as the 49ers, who we literally have no question or we have no answers at quarterback. You have a guy with a floopy elbow. You have another guy with a receding hairline who is just what 20. He just turned 23 and. Has the hairline of a 46-year-old. Like, 
That's Things mean. ain't good. People are going to get mad. Guys are going to get mad at you in here. They don't want you to I'm, make fun of their hairline. I'm not making fun of their hairline. I'm making fun of Trey Lance's hairline. Sorry, Daniel, our brother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't listen. He doesn't <laughs> listen. He's fine. But, like, the, the fact that these teams, like, are in such different situations right now. Like, I know the Chiefs, th- their defense isn't sexy, right? Like, the 49ers defense, that's sexy. But it's the Chiefs offense, right? And I still think they have some kind of move to be made. Like, I, I just feel like they're not done. Yeah, I mean, we don't even have to talk about the Chiefs. That's why I put them at the top because there's nothing to discuss here. It's smash 11 and a half over. wins, smash the over. If you put down $100, you win 90 Like, just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. What do you wait for? It's also perfect if you want to do a parlay, which we don't always um Don't recommend always recommend. Because it's really hard to win parlays. But if you want to throw the Chiefs into any one of these other bets to just, you know, kind of make more money, I like that as well. But do we want to get through our favorite – uh lines here when it comes to total wins for teams maybe that you thought were too low or too high do you want to start with your favorite one yeah uh, my favorite 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 one favorite 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 i want to talk about the falcons over seven and a half wins this is crazy to me oh so you're, you're saying the falcons are going to win eight games next year Absolutely. I know yes. They've won seven, like each of the last two years. They've so. won seven each of the last two it years. Does and they. Feel real. It feels no. like they just like lucked into the wins. Like they beat exactly. the Panthers when they didn't beat them. I do think. But Michelle, like, so they basically kind of lucked into this weird record that felt a lot better than what that team was actually producing. Right now, you're actually looking at an Atlanta Falcons team that I think they're putting all these building blocks together. They're starting to get some pieces on defense they have really talented pieces on offense like you want to talk about the run game great tyler algier fantastic running back you want to talk about the receivers okay we've got kyle pitts we've got drake london questions at quarterback yes but you've had questions at quarterback for the last two seasons you look still... you just like desmond ritter no I, i've been like kind of shy about my my love for desmond ritter as of late but I think between all of these just low-key good signings, uh, Jesse Bates, Calais Campbell, Johnu Smith, uh, like they traded for Jeff Okuda for a fifth-round pick. Like, yes. No, Steelers, wake up. Total total bust as a first-rounder, yes. But, like, is there not total upside there for a fifth-round pick? Like, they have a bunch of really low-key, delicious signings. They even have uh, Taylor Heineke, who – Honest to God, could probably win the starting job there in Atlanta. Yeah. And I would take a team to win eight games with Taylor Heineke. Um, Their schedule is easy enough, I think, because they have their own division, which includes the Panthers, Saints, and Buccaneers. So all of those games are toss-ups to me, though. It's not like, oh, the Falcons will win those, but they could win them. But also could the other teams. So based they, on they could go I would not be surprised if they went six and oh in the division or oh and six. I literally it would not blow my mind either way. Yeah, but you could say that for each of the teams in this division. Yes, yes, you could. That's at, why that's the point. Over on chart football analysis, they do have NFL strength of schedule based on projected win totals for like odds makers projecting the lines. And guess what? This division has the easiest strength of schedule. Based on projected win totals with the Atlanta Falcons coming second in the league for easiest strength of schedule. I do think that 
this is the best team in their division right now by far to me. No, like they answered a lot of questions this off season. I'm smashing the over. Uh, I still think the Buccaneers are the best team in the division. Uh, now, Baker. Who do the, I don't even, I, I like, Baker, who is on their roster? Devin White has just requested a trade. Baker Get out of here. scary. Get out of here. I mean, their offense is still pretty great with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans there. And Rashad White should be, be fine in the running back. It all comes down, can Baker just be okay? I think this, this Falcons whole, team is better. This whole division sucks. And I guess the Saints could win. I, I think whoever wins this division wins again at eight wins. And, well, I guess the Buccaneers had nine. No, they had eight. They're eight and nine. I think, again, whoever wins this division is at eight wins. So you would not win this bet if that happened because they need nine. Well, and I, I think the Falcons win this division this year. So, okay. Tough. Let's hear your favorite. Oh, the Falcons only need eight. The Falcons only need eight? Yeah. Oh. Oh, damn. Okay. It's close. I, I just, that's hard. I'm not taking it, but I understand. I understand your logic. I'm going with the Bears over seven and a half wins. Okay, so the Falcons are ridiculous, <laughs> but the Bears are so much better? Yeah. Lady. And it is crazy because they had the same amount, and the Bears, you know, had a way worse record than the Falcons last year. But I don't think they're. Any- I hear they had the number one overall pick. I don't know. I don't think they're any worse of a team. I just think the Falcons lucked into wins, and the Bears did not. They looked out of wins. But the Bears, they really upgraded at so many positions. The number so did the one- Falcons? No, not really. Yes, they did. Okay, but the number one being wide receiver because last year Justin Fields had absolutely nobody to throw to and now they have a true wide receiver one and DJ Moore and then you get back a healthy Darnell Mooney you have Chase Claypool as your three and you still have Cole Komet and I think Deonta Foreman was a great signing and and they're running back one Khalil Herbert yeah Khalil Herbert is going to be real good and they you know added some defensive pieces at the linebacker position we'll see what they do in the draft but I like what they've done so far this offseason, and I don't think any pieces they lost is going to matter. And I think Justin Fields takes a massive step forward. This is his third year, and I feel exactly the same about Justin Fields as I felt about Josh Allen and as I felt about Jalen Hurts. Now, you cannot tell me I'm playing revisionary history here because you can go listen to previous episodes. You can go look at my Twitter. I was obsessed with those guys before they were ever elite. And this, I have the same feeling about Justin Fields going into year, year three. I feel it. It's going to happen. And this is why I think the Bears will win. I think they win nine games next year. I think they sneak into the playoffs at nine and eight in the NFC. And I think it's on the back of Justin Fields and a little bit better of offensive pieces around him. I think that's totally fine. I just, like, I'm, I'm still in on the Falcons. Like, I would rather take the Falcons for – Pretty much all the same reasons that you just mentioned. But they don't have a Justin Fields at quarterback. Justin Fields is a difference maker type quarterback. They have a better they have better offensive pieces. How? You have Kyle Pitts. Who does nothing in the And Drake him. London. And they have DJ And John Moore. Smith. You're so telling you me you can, You're actually wait, 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 telling wait. No, you're you, actually telling me. You are actually telling me that you think the skill position players for the Chicago Bears are better than those of the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. I am actually telling you that. And if not, it's close. 
and it's almost identical. And then I would say Justin Fields is a hundred times a playmaker of Desmond Ritter. Like they're not. Even I agree. The same. Even I agree. Bad Justin Fields, where he had no no one to throw to, but also you know his accuracy issues for sure in his first year and you know a lot of his second year, he still was a hundred times the playmaker and a uh, quarterback than Desmond Ritter was. Okay, I'm not, like, this isn't even a Desmond Ritter thing for me. I'm just saying, like, supporting cast. I'm taking Bears over Falcons to make that final playoff spot. And if I had a bet on one to be over seven and a half, I'm taking the Bears. All right. I want to hear other people's thoughts because we clearly do not agree on that. And we did not come into this expecting to debate like that. No. But that was was fun. Okay. (laughs) Go with your, your second favorite line here for team total wins. Okay, I'm going to stay in the NFC South. Panthers under seven and a half wins, which, again, same line as the Falcons. Betting the under would yield uh, plus 100 yards. That means you literally make as much profit as you're you're going to bet. That's one for one. One for one money. You cannot beat it. All right? Like, Well, you can if you get more. Huh? You can if it's plus, like, plus 150. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, that, I, I like it. I like getting my money back, plus, you know. I don't even think the Panthers and the Falcons are in the same area code or zip code of skill and depth. Like, I, I think what the, if we're comparing these two rosters one for one, I don't see how we're looking at the Panthers and, and thinking they're going to smash the over with a rookie quarterback with skill like it, there's no nobody. there's no receivers literally zero um I don't get this line at all like they could have they could have put him at four and a half and I would have been scared to take the over yeah like I this is going to be a rebuilding year for the Panthers I don't know if like okay. I don't even think the Panthers are trying to win eight games like would they even want that they like, would be pleasantly <laughs> surprised they'd be but like all, but like also at the same time they're like wait we're not done rebuilding yet we need those high draft picks because like if they were hit this over it'd be like eight but it'd be like because they lucked into some wins like the falcons did this last year and like that's just kind of screwing you over they have they're going to have a rookie quarterback and then pretty much nothing else on offense to help him and they traded so much draft cap like that's the thing is that the Panthers traded away all their draft capital. Well, they still so. have a second round pick because they kept that. I'm guessing to be able to take a wide receiver because they don't have one. I mean, it's I guess we're being mean to Adam Thielen and DJ Chark, but Adam Thielen has already gotten past the age where he was good with his original team. He was good with, or he was no longer good with his original team. He was good with. I think he's hit that age where he's not going to be great for any team. And DJ Chark, I really like him, but he's really just a speedster guy. They don't have any weapons. They don't have a tight end. Miles Sanders is fine, sure, but not a difference maker. I don't know. And it's not like their defense is, like, amazing. It's fine. I just don't understand the line here. Give me plus odds to take the under on a team that I don't think has any business being set at seven and a half wins. Yeah, I'm with you there. We can agree there. So my next one, it's a homer pick. It's a homer pick, but I truly, truly – Believe in it. It's the Steelers out over eight and a half. Oh, my God. I mean, when every. Hey, did you hear that Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season I ever? Mean, but like, how can you bet against that when even last year when it seemed like it was going to be impossible for them not to have a losing season? They still didn't have a losing season. 
I mean, I and I listen. I the biggest Kenny Pickett hater is sitting right here talking to you guys through this microphone. But or I should say before the draft and after the draft and during the season. But at the end of the season, I did see a little glimpse of some good Kenny Pickett that got me some excitement that showed me maybe there is some ceiling. So always my hate with Kenny Pickett is I don't think he has a high ceiling. I think his ceiling is about Derek Carr-ish. And if you guys know me, Derek Carr is my least favorite type of quarterback in this league because he just puts you at mediocrity forever and you're stuck with it. But Kenny Pickett did show flashes. He showed flashes. So I'm going to hold Derek Carr shows flashes. I know. At I, times, know I know. Like that's, know. that's the issue. Okay, well, you know what the, me down. you know what the floor is for Kenny Pickett? Huh? Seven passing touchdowns and nine interceptions. I know. Like that's it. Seven and five record. Very deceiving. Listen, they win games and TJ Watt plays. That's what it comes down to. They lost a lot of games to that TJ Watt last year. If TJ Watt played the entire year, they make the playoffs. And either way, that's exactly what you want to hear uh, in your fir- about your first round investment at quarterback what? is that it well, is nothing that, about the wins no, being dependent on him being I on think the field. Pick it grows. I think he'll be better. I wish they would have changed the OC with Matt Canada. But that's the big, that's one of the biggest issues here is that Matt Canada has handcuffed this offense. I do worry. Like we see this all the time when coaching incompetency and like, I don't know what I think is more concerning Matt Canada's offense or the lack of urgency from Mike Tomlin to fix that offense. But the offense could not have been worse than the last two seasons. Like I don't think it can get any worse. It's absolutely horrid and they don't do anything and they don't move. And it seems like they never score and nine wins and nine wins each of the last years. I hit this over with the most putrid offense. And I do think Kenny Pickett gets better. Hopefully not. They just, you know, Najee Harris takes another step forward as well. Hopefully Matt Canada learns how to call plays. Or is But I also think TJ Watt comes back. He's healthy. And I think that makes all the difference. And I listen, I'm not saying they're going to make, you know, a huge run in the playoffs or anything, but I do think they hit nine wins because that's just what they do. And I'm never taking the under against the Steelers because how can you bet that when you would, if you bet the under on the Steelers, you would have lost, 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 lost every year, basically in 2004. That's a lot of losses. Yes, it is. (laughs) It just really is. So I don't know how you take the under on them and I might be called a homer, but I'd be taking the over. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had a bet on them, would you take the under or over? I wouldn't bet on them. I don't bet on my home team. Okay. Can't bet on my home team because you know what? If you um, if you bet against them and you're wrong, great, because your team is doing well. If you bet for them and they don't, not only does your team suck, but your your heart is broken and you're poor because your bets <laughs> didn't cash. Like, there's just no there's no way that that ever ever does any good ever. Fine. Nope. Fine. What's your what's your last favorite line here for uh, team totals? Uh, shout out to my guy, Marcus Mosier, my co-host on the Locked on Dynasty podcast. Uh, we're taking the Cowboys over nine and a half wins this year. I don't know why. It's uh, very, so very competitive division. But this is a team that's had 12 wins each of the last two seasons. This has been uh, a really solid team. Top six in offensive points scored each of the last or three of the last four seasons. And. 
it's not just the offense that's working though. You, you also have the the defense who's just absolutely clicking. Micah Parsons is a freaking monster. Monster. And now we have like a a top 5 defense paired with a, a pretty powerful offense. You add in Brandon Cooks to give it that speed. Obviously you lose Zeke, which that's is a, a big That's a gain. It's a big part of your identity. No, it's a gain. Losing Zeke is a good thing. It is. It's a uh, what do they call it? A, a gain by omission? No, gain by law. I don't know. There's a there's like a phrase by that, but it, like you still have Tony Pollard, and I do think that they're going to do something at running back in the draft. It might not be Bijan, but this is. A, a, think a draft that has enough depth at the running back position that you don't need to do a, a Bijan, even though Jerry would totally do a Bijan. He would totally pull a Bijan because that's his type. And, but this is a team that even without Dak Prescott was built for success. And I don't think they've done anything to change that this off season. They don't have a ton of needs. Like there's nothing they have a glaring need at right now. Right. Like, running back long-term, yes, but, like, cornerback, okay. Linebacker, great. Like, what yeah, what doesn't like this team have that they really need? Interior defensive line, that's pretty much it, but I'm, I'm easily – But you don't need interior offensive – or defensive line to – Win 10 to games. Win 10 games. Yeah. Like, they already have all the nuts and bolts, and they already have everything put together. Now – Biggest concern for the offense might be Mike McCarthy. He's going to be calling plays this year, but I don't. I nine and a half wins seems like okay. Yeah, it like, seems like it's too easy of a bet. I don't really get why it's that low, and it's not like it is minus one twenty. But I mean, you put down a hundred bucks, you win eighty. Listen, I don't know. I think it's way too low of a line. I'm shocked they're not at ten and a half. It feels like that would have been more appropriately priced. Now, it's a competitive division, and maybe that's what's like they're baking into the price of these odds. But like, and they also have to play the AFC East, so another hard division they have to play besides their own. And then they also have to play the Lions and the Chargers and the NFC West. It's a hard schedule, but I'm still counting on them to win ten games. Like I'm not saying it's definitely going to be more than ten, but I don't see them losing more than seven games next year. I just don't. I think they're I think they're two good of the roster. best teams in the NFC yep. pretty easily because it's so weak and they're going to win 10 games. That's my thought. And then my last favorite line here, I'm taking an under and it's surprising because I went into this being like, oh, I'm going to love this. Oh, I'm going to definitely want this over on this team because I'm excited about this team. And then I saw the line and I was like, nah, it's the Lions. Their line is nine and a half wins, nine and a half wins to take. The under, it's you get plus one twenty. So if you bet a hundred, you win a hundred and twenty plus your money back. So you bring them two hundred and twenty bucks. If you bet the over on nine and a half, it's minus one fifty. So you want only won fifty dollars on your bet. The profit margin's not good on that. But that's that's Vegas telling you, like, we're so confident in the Lions. Yeah, taking the over that like we're not going to reward you with much profit because of that. So this is why I'm saying take the under here with the Lions, because, yes, am I excited about them? Are they a very exciting team? Are they fun to root for? A hundred thousand percent. Could they win 10 games? Absolutely. But when you're looking at the odds here, it just doesn't make any sense because 
yeah, uh, maybe they're that fun team that you can root for to finally be great. They're but the underdog. They're... They haven't won 10 games since 2014. What if they're just the usual Lions? What if Dan Campbell, you know, we we love to root for him, but what if he can't get this team clicking on all cylinders again and they go on that crazy run to end the year and all this good stuff? Like, what if they're just the usual Lions? Well, and what's what's crazy? So, And they haven't you... made any crazy additions to their team. Like, I think they've made a lot of nice ads in free agency, especially in the secondary. They lost DJ Chark. They will be getting Jameson Williams in his second year off the ACL. I think that's a huge addition. They lost Jamal Williams, who scored a gazillion and one touchdowns for them last year. We don't know if that will be reproduced by who who's the running back they signed? Uh, David Montgomery. Yeah, David Montgomery. Does he score the what, – what did Jamal Williams have, like 18 rushing touchdowns? We just don't yeah, know. Right. So I'm going to just – if I have to bet on the Lions, it's the under – because I'm just going to bet on them for being the same old Lions. And guess what? They could still be 9-8. and eight. They could still make the playoffs. Like, last year was a great year for them. They were 9-8. and eight, And they, you know, if the Seahawks ended up losing, they would have made the playoffs. I could still see that happening. They could be 9-8. and eight, And they still don't win this bet. Because they need 10 wins. And their schedule is not easy. I could easily see them losing 8 games. I mean, every, everyone in their division, I think, is a 50-50 game. Packers, Vikings, Bears. Yeah. And then they have the Chiefs. They have the Chargers. They have the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Broncos, if they're any better, the Seahawks, the Saints. Like, it's no team. I'm like, they're definitely going to win this game. No, I think what I think what they're sort of baking into this line is, A, the hype, obviously, like you mentioned. And I Dan Campbell so exciting. fun to root for. They're and- a good team. And – like I, I would be sad. I, the only reason I wouldn't want to make this bet is because I want to root for them, right? But this is why I'd probably just stay away. But I mean, the odds think, are very tempting. I think it's a really good bet to make. Like I, the under nine yeah. and a half. I feel like with my heart, I'm sad. With my brain, I think it's a great bet to make. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think what the sports books also see is the fact that like this was a a top five offense last year uh, between all of those playmakers that you mentioned, they didn't have Jamison Williams. They still came out as a top five offense, but they also had a lot of compensating to do because they had a bottom five defense and they had a lot of, of catch up to play to make up for their inadequacies on the other side of the ball. They added Cam Sutton, which I was super sorry to, to see him go out of Pittsburgh. Um, added Chauncey Gardner Johnson from Philadelphia. I thought that was a great signing. They get Marvin Jones back, which I think like old guy. Yes. But like solid playmaker. Um, You love to have that veteran presence, but they also lost, you know, I I think Jamal Williams, a a big part of their very productive offense. I, I see why things are trending very positively for the Lions, especially with the draft capital they have this year. There's a lot of potential there, but it feels rich when I'm looking at the odds, Michelle, and I see that the sports books and the way they've priced these odds, they are more heavily favoring Detroit to have 10 wins than they are the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that makes no sense. Makes no sense. No. No. That's no. If you are going to go and place a bet 
on the the Detroit Lions to win ten games, stop and put it on the and Cowboys. go bet it on the Cowboys because you also get better odds for the Cowboys as well. You're going to win more money betting the over for the Cowboys than you will for the Lions, and you have a way more likelihood chance of winning. I get the Lions are fun, but sometimes that's how these bets get you. They're like, oh, we know people love the, the sports Lions. books. No, they man. know. All right, let's move into our favorite divisional winner odds. So looking at all the divisional winners when uh, Vegas is picking their odds here to win, which is your favorite one when you're looking like what's an odd that popped out to you? You're like, wow, this team has a way better chance to win the division than Vegas is giving them credit for. I'm going to roll with the Dolphins, who I feel like aren't really getting nearly enough credit. They're plus 300, so uh, that means a $100 bet would win you $300 in profit plus your $100 back if they won the AFC East. Now, competitive division, absolutely, but they have the third best odds at this point to win this division. They've got... Tua Tungavaloa, they've got one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. And they were They're on stable schedule at- to win it until Tua got all those concussions. Yeah, like they they still played very well. And guess what? Now they got Jalen Ramsey. They traded for Bra- Bradley Chubb last year. Like, I think they've addressed a lot of these significant pieces that they needed to address with these very, like, low-key interesting signings they brought back Raheem Mostert Jeff Wilson like solid right like nothing too fancy but um even the the signing of Mike White as a backup quarterback like I think that's a better option than what they had based on what we've seen when Mike White has needed to step into the role but Jalen Ramsey I do think can be huge for this team you already have Xavier Howard like this defense took a big step up and you already had a good offense. Like the bills, as much as I love Josh Allen, that was a really dysfunctional offense, right? Like they've lost a couple of playmakers on defense. Tremaine Edmonds, I think a huge loss for them. They've lost Isaiah McKenzie, Devin Singletary. Like this is a team that they lost a couple of key pieces. And I don't think they did a ton to replenish those pieces. It, you know, the Jets, maybe this situation doesn't fall out with Aaron Rodgers. And all of a sudden you can triple your money on the Miami Dolphins and they don't look too shabby. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm surprised the Jets have uh, our second here to win the division. They're baking in the odds for Aaron Rodgers, but like, it's not a done deal, guys. It's not a done deal. Yeah. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't make the playoffs this year, did he? Ouch. Did he? Ooh. All right. I, I'm going back to someone I just talked about, and I'm sorry because I'm being a homer. All right. You get I, 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 you get 10 seconds. Okay. It's the Steelers again, but only because oh, the odds are God. so insane. It's plus 550. They're fourth best odds to win the division. So last place. The Vegas has them being in last place in the division by far. It's the Bengals at plus 125, Ravens at plus 275, Browns at plus 330, and the Steelers at plus 550. 50. So they have them being dead, dead last. And I think this is just craziness because with the Ravens, you have no idea who the quarterback's going to be and how angry he's going to be. And if they get him a, a longer contract or if he plays in, playing on the exclusive franchise tag and OBJ is OBJ, does he create a headache for the team? Who knows? Who knows? He could be fine. But also they lost a lot of pieces as well, just everywhere. So I, I'm not in love with the Ravens this year. The Bengals are great, right? So it's 
the Bengals is what you have to worry about. And if, yeah, I had to bet someone and they all had the same odds and I could win the same amount of money, it would be the Bengals to win the AFC North. They are great, but they did lose both their starting centers, Von Bell and uh, Jesse Bates. So that's a little worrisome. I think they're going to be fine. But again, who's going to be the running back? There could be some issues there. And also, the Steelers can beat the Bengals. We've seen it happen. Not a lot lately. But uh, My question for you, though. But then, and then the Browns, who the hell knows about them? Is Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, or just the terrible Deshaun Watson after all this shit? Would you prefer, um, if I handed you a $100 bill, and I'm forcing you to bet on one of these teams, would you prefer to bet on that $100 bill on the Dolphins at plus 300, triple your money to win the AFC East, or would you prefer to light it on fire betting on the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> I don't think it's lighting it on fire. Okay, but answer the question. Uh, so, I- yes, you can make more. You can make a higher profit margin betting on the Steelers, but do you not agree that the Miami Dolphins winning the AFC East feels – Eons more likely. I'm going to take the franchise that has won their division far more often um, over the last decade. So I'm going to take the Steelers. I think the Bills you, are going this to hold ain't on your to mama's But also, North. the bigger thing here is the Steelers get to play the Patriots, while the other three teams have to play either the Bills, the Dolphins, or the Jets. I think that's a big upside for them. And then they also get to play the Raiders, while the other three teams have to play the Chiefs, the Chargers, or the Broncos. Again, I think the Broncos are going to be better than they were last year. All right. You're losing me. So uh, I just think those two games could be the the difference maker there. Um, and I, again, I could see the Bengals winning, obviously. But I do think the Steelers are the second best chance to win. And they're at plus 550 odds. Again, just like your bet with the Dolphins, I think the Bills are going to win it. But I could see a scenario where the Dolphins win. Okay. 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 Don't be so angry at me. Goodness. <laughs> All right. Who is your NFC winner? So that's a NFC championship winner. Who do you got? I mean, the most obvious bet I, I think here is the Philadelphia Eagles plus three fifty. Um, but I'm going to go back to the Cowboys plus six fifty. So a hundred dollar bet wins you $650 in profit plus your hundred dollars back. Dallas Cowboys, just like for all the same reasons I mentioned, like all of the, um, question marks that, again, you have for the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Cowboys have those things pretty well pretty well answered for us. Like, I don't think there's probably a more balanced, well-rounded, solid roster than the Dallas Cowboys. Just pound for pound in the NFL, maybe besides the Philadelphia Eagles. But I don't know. I like I keep going back to these Dallas Cowboys. What am I missing here? Cuz I do think they just have all the right pieces. Like what? Now when they're Ugh. asking Why do I like the Cowboys so much? I'm I'm on the correct page here, right? When they're asking NFC Conference winner, they mean the team that goes to the Super Bowl, right? Not the number 1 seed in the NFC. Correct. Okay. That's what I I always get those two mixed up. I know I did it last year cuz uh I was high on one team and I was nervous that they wouldn't make the Super Bowl. But anyways, um, so you think the Cowboys, who just can never get over the hump, ever, 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 you think they're finally going to do it? So that that's not my pick. So actually, let's, let's rewind. My pick to win the NFC 
is the Eagles, period. But if we're looking for value odds, I think the Cowboys have the best shot at winning with the most value. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Eagles, but, like, I thought we were looking for some value picks here, Michelle. Yeah, but, again, if you had to put down 100 bucks on a team, are you putting down $100 on the Eagles and hoping to win 350 or are you putting down $100 on the Cowboys and hoping to win 650 Boom, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. So I don't get too cute here with this bet. That's why, like, yeah, it's not fun to sit here and tell you, oh, the team <laughs> tied for the best odds. That's our pick. But at the same time, there is nobody else in this conference that I think – I feel better about with my bet. It's just they're clearly the 49ers and the Eagles are clearly the best two teams in the NFC when it comes to their rosters. The issue with me with the 49ers, because they're also the tied for the best odds with the Eagles to win the NFC. We don't know who the quarterback is going to be. Now, if Brock Purdy is back and healthy and his elbow isn't limiting him whatsoever in year one, which I find really, really hard to believe that it's just going to be grand old time. He's going to be back to normal. And he didn't have that time to grow from year one to year two in the off season and work with his teammates and be throwing the ball. And he's just going to come back and be fantastic again. Like, I just don't think that's really going to happen like that. I think he's going to need time, which is completely fair. And I think they should allow him that time to slowly come back. Now, is it Trey Lance? We have no idea what he is. I think we both think he has high upside. He's super raw. He hasn't got the play. Who knows what happens then? And if it's Sam Darnold, you're lighting your money on fire. So there is I, – I just – I really rooting for the 49ers. I just couldn't put my money down on them to win the conference. The Eagles, I mean, yeah, they've lost some pieces, but nothing crazy. They kept a lot of their core pieces. And it, why I believe in them is Jalen Hurts. He is the most made it, motivated person I've ever seen in my life. He is going to come back with just fire inside him because of that loss. And they played a spectacular Super Bowl game. It's not like, oh, they got there and it was too big for them. No, it was – they were right there. It was 38 to 35. So uh, I, I think they come back and they make the Super Bowl again. I know it's not usual that the Super Bowl loser ends up making the Super Bowl. I think it, like, never happens. But I'm going to bet on it this time. Okay. I mean – if you're going to bet on one team to do it, I feel like Eagles would be it. I think the AFC we can have a little bit more fun with. It's not like there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. It's, it's more. Not, it's a much more competitive yeah. conference, period. So who would your favorite bet be when it comes to chances and odds for the AFC winner? I'm kind of liking the Ravens at plus 1,500. I do so think we that are very different. We are. We're very different. But let's consider like – these odds, if we were going to say Lamar Jackson was 100% certainly returning in 2023, like, would the Ravens be plus 1,500 to win the AFC? Probably, because Lamar Jackson's 1-3 in, in the playoffs. Okay. Um, not what I was going for. But this does feel like a, just, a, again, a really, really solid roster. I do think Odell Beckham Jr., Despite the fact that he's older, he's coming off two torn ACLs. Yeah. Like, like there's a million things going against him, but I do think that he is one of the better receivers. And like, for as talented as Marquise Brown is, he's a very different kind of receiver than Odell Beckham Jr. is. Like, I do think Odell brings an element to the game that 
Marquise Brown doesn't necessarily bring due to his lack of size, um, small stature, small build. Like Odell rounds that situation out. Nelson Aguilar, not the sexiest wide receiver, but still pretty darn solid. They didn't have a ton of losses anywhere Are else. You, you're, you're using Nelson Aguilar as a reason why they can make the Super Bowl. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like this. You know, this isn't the same team that I. You know, I. I think this is a better receiving core than uh, Lamar Jackson's probably ever thrown to in his career. Why do people forget about that he had Marquise Brown? And I didn't. I just. I literally just. Bateman and I just literally brought him up, and again, he's going to get Rashad Bateman back. Like I'm just saying that the stars feel aligned. This feels like a team that. Um, they they just haven't lost enough. I think they gained enough. And if Lamar Jackson is going to be uh, taking that next step, step forward, returning to the team, I don't think you're going to get these odds ever again. See, I, think get- I think you're letting your money on fire. I would say why not just take the Dolphins at plus 1,200? If you think they're going to win the AFC East or you say they have a chance, well, I, would I would also love if I, they are good enough to win the AFC East and they're clearly good enough to make a deep run. And I think their odds are close enough to the Ravens where I would much rather take the Dolphins at plus 1200 than the Ravens. I can't believe the Jets are at plus 900. They're fourth best odds to make the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Well, they are like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers couldn't win with the Packers. I'm so confused. I, <laughs> I, I honestly just am like, I get the Jets had a good defense, but He's had so many chances with the Packers with good rosters. and I mean, let's be honest, though. Like, out of the AFC teams, it's probably still the Chiefs that, like, if you're going to place a $100 bet, you still want to bet. I mean, they've, they've no. won the AFC three out of the last four years. And, again, has enough changed that that's going to – like, the, it's not like you're, you're not getting get profit. Point, right? The Bills have to get there. With I think Bills. this is you a think? worse. I think this is a worse roster than they had last year. The Bills. Yes. Well, I think they add a wide receiver. We'll see who it is. If it's does a ro- is it a rookie wide receiver that sets them over the top? It could be. It could be a Jackson. Is it Damian Harris? That's like I think a Jackson Smith to Jigba or um, a Quentin Johnson or something like that. I don't could. think either of them fall to. Maybe not, but they can move up. Or also, if they trade for DeAndre Hopkins, like there's there's scenarios. I mean, a DeAndre last, Hopkins listen, is a remember, player that I would say. Remember last year going into the draft, we never thought AJ Brown was available for trade. Never thought like Marquise Brown is way smaller version of AJ Brown. But like we didn't know if these moves were ever going to happen, and then all of a sudden on draft night, it just like boom, they get traded. So. I think they're one wide receiver away. I do listen. I loved me some Gabe Davis. I thought he had really great potential. I don't think it panned out. Like he would be a better three, a better three deep threat. Mm-hmm. They need a number two, and I think they're right back in it. They had a lot of injuries on defense last year, like a ton, a ton, a ton. They had that emotional just destroyance there at the end of the season. Is that a word? I don't know. But uh, they are just dealing with a lot last year. And I think it was their year. And then it just kind of fell apart. So uh, if I had a bet over the Chiefs or the Bills, I would do – oh, my God, it's only like 100. 
They're at plus 475 for the Bills. I don't know. I kind of like the Bills, but th- my deeper shot here is the Jaguars at plus 1400. Okay. I think they really showed a lot last year. I like Doug Peterson as the head coach. I think he stabilized that organization a little bit after the Urban Meyer just craziness. Incident. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence also showed a it's not even like it was the whole year. The first half, he still was like, God, where is the Trevor Lawrence that was supposed to be great? But I think the second half of the year, he really started he showed to up. shine. He did. And they have a lot of great pieces, and they get Calvin Ridley, which we don't know what he'll be. He's taken a year and a half off now of football, and he's coming back, but he was once a really great wide receiver. But what's awesome for him is he doesn't have to come and get 150 targets. Like, they have you got Chris- Christian Kirk Christian for that. Christian Kirk was very good last year. Everyone was making fun of that signing, but he ended up being great. They still have Zay Jones. They franchise tagged Evan Ingram, so they still have him. Calvin Ridley is just a nice little addition, and it, whatever he yeah. brings to you, like it's just good. It He's not making Trevor Lawrence any worse. Yeah, exactly, and I think he'll be motivated and come back. He seems very excited to be back. Maybe that time off was good for him. And then I love me some Travis Etienne. I think he's just a fantastic running back that breaks, up, that breaks off a ton of long runs and helps the team so much. They obviously need to st- still keep getting better on defense. They have the draft to do that. They've made some – they haven't made – they haven't done much in free agency, but I, I could see them going on a run, and it's not as likely as the Bills or the Chiefs. No. But also their odds are plus fourteen hundred. So if you put down ten bucks on them, I'm not saying to go put down your mortgage. Put down ten bucks on them, and they end up making it. You win one hundred and forty bucks. It's fun. Oh yeah, and they're a, they're a fun team to root for. Um, I think just all around. Let's not forget they made it to the divisional round last year, nine and eight record. Um, made it to the conference championships in 2017. Again, totally different team, totally different everything. But like this city has some grit, like. They did this with uh, with Blake Bortles, like <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence. If he continues on the trajectory that he started off in 2022, bouncing back from Urban Meyer and the curse that was his soul, they've got a lot to look forward to. And I, I think out of all of these teams um, that, you know, maybe you're not going to invest heavily in. Um, but you're looking for some upside and potential value there. The Jaguars feel like that pick to win the AFC, and man, that it's a nice profit margin. It really is. Now moving on to the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously we said the teams that we think could get there. So like you can, the Chiefs are the first best odds at plus six hundred. Then you got the Forty ers at plus seven hundred. Vegas is being very friendly to them for having no idea who the quarterback is at all. Like I, I think get, they're just baiting all you 49ers fans into <laughs> And then betting. you got the Eagles at plus 750, Bengals at plus 850, Bills at plus 850, and then the Jets at six best odds at plus 1,400, though, so it drops a lot from the Bills. Any of these teams are even lower that you're, like, feeling real good about. I feel like the Eagles at plus 750, again, like, I think they get it back to the Super Bowl, and they were right there. I mean – they were just what, like, if they just got possession back, it was so close to winning. If they played any other team besides the Chiefs, like, the Bengals should have won the the AFC championship, and I think the Eagles would have beat the Bengals. Yeah, I think that's uh, a, a decent pick. How about 
the one team sort of at the top of this tier that we haven't talked about. I know you said you're you're picking the Steelers to win the AFC North, but uh, what about the Cincinnati Bengals? Plus eight fifty, so a hundred dollar bet wins you eight hundred and fifty dollars in profit if the Bengals win. Now, like we saw from Joe Burrow, like he's made some really big strides. Like no moment has looked too big for him so far, and. Like, Joe Mixon, yeah, okay, if he's not on this team, I don't really give a crap. Like, I, I think that probably helps. I just don't know if they case. have a good enough defense to come down with the whole thing. That's why, like, if I'm betting on the Bengals or the Bills, the same odds here, I just feel better about the Bills. A, I, I got I mean, Orlando Brown, protect that quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, that's been a big issue for them in the, the postseason. Again, they, they did lose – like Von Mel, Jesse Jesse Bates Bates. And Von that's Bell. huge. Those are big losses, and I don't know how they're going to. I know they drafted Daxon Hill last year. He's kind of a, you know, he is considered a safety technically. We'll see where he fills in with these two um, guys gone. I just, I don't know if their defense is good enough to win the whole thing. Yes, their offense with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, like it's a really good offense, and Joe Burrow is fantastic. I just don't. I don't, I don't see them winning at all. I would uh, – the Jaguars at plus two, 2,800. Oh, my God, Michelle. You cannot be this in on well, the Jacksonville said, Jaguars. Well, if I think they could make the Super Bowl, then why couldn't yeah. I say they could win it? I mean, I, again, if I had a bet, it's the Eagles at plus 750. And as much as I talked up the Steelers this podcast, I would not bet them to win the AFC conference, I would not bet them to win the Super Bowl, obviously, if I'm not betting them to win the NFC or the AFC championship, but they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Like, even if they make the playoffs, they'll probably get their booties kicked in the wild card round or something. <laughs> but uh, so I feel better about their win totals and about possibly winning the division, but I'm not I'm not going further than that. And let's end this episode here with our MVP winner for 2023. This past year, it was Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure his odds last year were sitting right up here at the top, just like they are right now. Uh, But then after that, you got Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Tua, Aaron Rodgers, and so on. Any guy. It's got to be Jalen Hurts. Really? Plus 1,100. I I think you could have made an argument that Jalen Hurts should have been more highly considered this year than he was he got hurt i i was thinking that that he should have been the super bowl mvp just with the way he he's played like he puts that team on his back he's such a good leader and i do think that this could be the year that the eagles bring it back to their super bowl era um you know he's not you can make decent profit on him plus 1100 um that means, you know, a $100 bet wins you $1,100 in cash if Jalen Hurts wins MVP. And I really do believe if he didn't get hurt last year, that award would have been his. Now, my question for you, Michelle, if you're all in on the Jaguars and if you are all in on the ascension of this team and the ascension of Trevor Lawrence, which was incredible to watch, like that game – against the chargers where he just boom came back like not even after throwing one gazillion interceptions no yeah no sweat on this man's brow like he didn't give a crap he was just there to play football and bring his team back for the win and he did it 
Trevor Lawrence is at plus 1,600. I'm going with someone else. Okay. I'm going with Justin Fields. Wow. Plus 2,000. This is exactly kind of where Jalen Hurts was sitting last year with MVP odds. He was, I think, plus 2,000 or plus 1,800. And, like, listen, Josh Allen in his third year likely would have won MVP, but Aaron Rodgers had an absurd year with 48 passing touchdowns, five interceptions. So Aaron Rodgers ended up winning after Josh Allen's fantastic year. Last year, Jalen Hurts was right there winning, and then he hurt his shoulder, and Patrick Mahomes had a fantastic ending of the year, and he got second place, and Mahomes won. I That could happen to Fields again. He could lose out, but if I had a pet bet on a guy with these good of odds, I think he takes a massive massive step forward next year as a passer he already is an absurd rusher and i think dj Moore helps him take that step forward uh and i i think he is that just third year breakout when those guys are the most exciting for the nfl so they push like those when you get they have all the that, narratives they have the narrative there and there's so much narrative base here with mvps that's why it's harder to bet on a trevor lawrence type i just don't know like the jaguar like i just i don't know if you know who's also chance. a third year quarterback but also trevor, trevor lawrence, lawrence trevor lawrence was supposed to be amazing right he was supposed to be the next peyton manning andrew luck type and Andrew Luck never even won an MVP either. Andrew Luck was supposed to be the next Peyton Manning. And Andrew Luck had a lot of good seasons, but he had always had a lot of turnovers and it just never was quite there. And I think that's what Trevor Lawrence could be with like, like Andrew Luck, where you have a lot of high numbers, but maybe a lot of turnovers. And it's just never like as exciting as you need it to be to win the MVP. And I think Justin Fields, if he ends up carrying the Bears team to the playoffs, it's all people are going to be talking about. He's going to have the MVP narrative. And I love the odds sitting there at plus 2,000. But also Jalen Hurts at plus 1,100. It's a great bet as well. Yeah. I I don't know if I'm bold enough to do it, but I see it. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, it would be really hard to beat out Jalen Hurts if because I think Jalen Hurts is also going to have a great year. But I also think at the same time, people expect Jalen Hurts to have a great year. They expect the Eagles to be really good. No one's expecting the Bears to be great, and like, but like no one expects them to push for the playoffs, really. And I, if Justin Fields takes that step forward as a passer, everyone's going to be like, oh, and he's going to. Is that said? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it sounds like? Yeah. So, again, don't put a ton of money down on it, but you put $10 on it, and you win $200 if he ends up winning. Yeah, that's decent odds. Fun I time. like that. Okay. All right, that's how we're going to close up the show today. Hit us up on Twitter if you loved our takes, if you absolutely hated them, if you just completely disagree. Oh, Also, let us know if it's the Falcons, the Bears. Who hits over that 7.5? Do you agree with Kate with the Falcons or me, Michelle, with the Bears there with that bet? You can find me, Michelle, at BallBlastEm, BallBlastEM. You can find me, Kate, at Kate Malachuk. Bye, y'all. Bye.